up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in Pete. Pete, how you doing this evening? I'm doing great. I'm in Myrtle Beach, but I couldn't miss a chance to hang out with my tuners tonight. Yeah. Next, we've got Sam. Sam, how's your evening going? Good. I couldn't miss a chance to miss out with my two nerds this evening. Oh. I mean, two nerds. <laughs> no. I, I hate to this, Sam. But we got three of us this week. That's we right. Micah back. Micah, right. glad to see you back. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. Yeah. Uh, it is so good to have micah back our resident marvel expert our, for sure yeah 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 whenever we're talking marvel stuff i we we always try to have micah here because he can give us that deep dive into the comics that the rest of us don't really have yeah so it's awesome. spent youth yes <laughs> <laughs> well spent youth <laughs> yes you never you know you never knew when you were reading all those comic books that disney was going to recreate them all at some <laughs> someday and you were going to have a place on a podcast like this yeah it, it's yeah i thought that you know i was always going to be the oddball and suddenly it's become cool and popular and it's one of those cool and popular came to me not me coming to it so it's weird <laughs> so, yeah would have thunk it right exactly comic books would be cool <laughs> Yeah. Guys, if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, share, like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are all over the place. Uh, YouTube, everywhere we are, Plus Platoon. So just search Plus Platoon and there we are. Sam, we've got some, a little bit of Disney Plus news this week. What we got going on? It's time for the Disney Plus news. So we have an announcement that Thor Love and Thunder is going to be released on Disney Plus on September 8th, which is actually Disney Plus Day. You know, it joins the new Pinocchio as announcements that have been made for that day. So we'll have we'll have Thor Love and Thunder, we'll have Pinocchio all on September 8th. And I think there's also going to be that's when the new Mater and Lightning Cars series comes out also. Yes. That's right. Yeah. So we'll have a lot of good stuff that day. Plus, there'll be tons of announcements about what's coming in the next couple of years with Marvel, with Star Wars, with everything on the platform or lots of stuff on the platform. So in other news, Avatar's actually been removed from the Disney Plus platform mm -hmm. because it's being returned to the theaters for a re-release prior to the sequel to Avatar being released to movie theaters. So this is a bit of a cash grab by Disney, of course. <laughs> we, we know, we, uh, but, you know, Avatar was a great movie. It, I, I would kind of want to see it in the movie theater again. It's better on the big screen. Great is, is, uh, oh, is a big it. statement. I liked it. It was fun. It wasn't like... 
I don't know. It's no like Schindler's List or anything. But, no. it's, well, no. but it's like it's not a deep movie, but it's like a fun adventure no, action. It's no Pocahontas. Oh, wait, it is Pocahontas. It is Pocahontas. It's Fern Gully. And last but not least, uh, Disney Plus is developing a live action King Kong, and it would explore the origins of Kong as well as Skull Island. Do we know if this is a TV series or a movie? It will be a a dramatic TV serial series. Interesting. So, yeah. So, we'll see. That one confuses me because I'm pretty sure that Universal has the rights to at least the movie rights for King Kong. So maybe not anymore. Maybe not. Not the series rights. Remember how like everybody used to say, Oh, isn't Anastasia Disney? And and you'd have to say, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Well, but now it is right. Like everything (laughs) about like the Simpsons movie, everything, but everything eventually gets owned by Disney. So someday. (laughs) Including us someday. No, anyway. (laughs) We're waiting. We're waiting. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Sam. Well, guys, this week, as we have discussed, we have She-Hulk has premiered. We have one episode of She-Hulk. And I'm going to start with Sam. Was this a banner start to the series? (laughs) You're so punny, Derek. Was this a banner start? Okay, so uh, I guess so because it had Bruce Banner in it, right? Um, You know, I'm going to say this one was a mixed bag for a start. I don't think it grabbed me like some of the other Marvel series grabbed me from episode one. Although I would say Moon Knight didn't really grab me from episode, episode one. But this one, like... It was complete background, right? It was just telling us how how She-Hulk became She-Hulk and how she's back, like, working her regular job as a lawyer and in society rather than off trying to control her anger. There were some real funny moments in this story, but I have to say... I, I wouldn't call it a banner start, to be perfectly honest. I, I thought it was kind of meh. Um, I really didn't like the origin story. I'm going to spoil this right now. So if you haven't watched this, please, if you haven't watched She-Hulk premiere episode, just stop right now, go watch it, and then come back to us in about 35 minutes because it's a pretty short episode. But, I mean, they get in a car accident because there's a spaceship, and then she's got a cut, and Bruce has a cut, and his blood drop drips directly onto her cut just by happenstance and because their blood mixes now she's a she-hulk i just thought that was really just super pedestrian like a really dumb way to give her powers like they couldn't have come up with some better story i'm guessing and i would love for i'm gonna pass it to mike after i finish talking because i'm sure he's gonna be able to tell us like how she hulk really was created in you know the comics because i'm sure that it couldn't have been this stupid (laughs) Um, uh, but yeah so i just I, i thought that part was just like i said just dumb and the other part that i didn't like about this episode i like like I said, there were some funny moments. I like the actress. Don't love the CGI. I'll be honest about that. Uh, it's just too much of it. So it looks too fake. It doesn't look re- realistic enough. I would have rather they done some of this with just theater makeup and less CGI. Um, 
but I also don't like that we didn't get like any plot yet. I mean, we get at the very, very end, right? We get her 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 closing argument being interrupted by a by a supervillain, and that's it. But we really don't get any other plot. Um, we just get this origin story. So yeah, it's like I said, it wasn't horrible, but it didn't capture me. I didn't really like the origin story, but it had some really funny moments. Um, and actually, my favorite moment was her explaining. Um, I'll call her She Hulk because I can't remember what her name is. She Hulk explaining to Bruce why she can control her anger, and w- because she's a woman and has had to deal with controlling her anger basically her entire life. Because um, I very much related to that explanation, and I think most women will very much relate to that explanation. So, Micah. Did you think it was a banner start? And please tell us what is the real origin story of She-Hulk in the comics? Uh, so I think you nailed it with saying that it it is a um, uh, start. Um, I felt like we needed the second half of the episode so that there was some sort of plot development and we didn't get there. Um the start is a little different, um, but it is a, a, a transfer of blood. In the comics, um, there's actually more backstory. Her father, who was a sheriff, uh, had a run-in with a um, a gangster who then later on shoots her after her father's dead. It's sort of a revenge thing. And as she's dying, Bruce comes in and they have the same blood type. So he actually intentionally gives her his blood. And because... His blood and her blood mix and there's um, gamma radiation. Then she becomes the Hulk. Um, So slightly different. It felt like they were trying to get rid of backstory and speed up the story. But it's kind of the same kind of, oh, blood transfer and suddenly you become a Hulk. Though we have seen this in the MCU with Hulk's blood for other things. So in the earlier movies that were before the MCU, um, I think for both the abomin- the abomination and I think the other guy's called the commander. I can't remember his name exactly. Both of them had a bit of blood dripped on them and they, um, it banners blood seems to, if it doesn't kill you, it transforms you in some it way. It's stronger. It's stronger. Yeah. The one guy, it makes his head huge and he's, yeah, able to do all sorts of things that way. The other one makes him into another big monster. Um, so Origin stories probably similar. I find it interesting that they're tying in the, yeah, where Hulk has been in the past and his past maybe catching up with him with the spaceship there. Um, but other than that, the story I thought you hit it on the head was sort of, eh. and Jessica Walters is is her name. So saying it's a banner start uh, de-emphasizes Jennifer. her Jennifer. completely. <laughs> Jennifer. Jennifer. Oh, sorry. I said Jessica. My sorry. Jennifer Walters. Yeah. Um, first thing my thought was, this is not Deadpool Marvel. This is not Deadpool. Stop talking to the camera. And if you're going to talk to the camera, at least try and be funny. Well, the fun thing with that is he is uh, modeled after her, not the other way around. Okay. Awesome. This didn't work. You didn't think it worked? No, I, I did not I think didn't... it was. An, to me, this was annoying rather than. Yeah, I didn't dislike. I didn't hate it. Let me put it that way. I didn't love it, Derek, but I didn't hate it. What did you not like about it? I didn't it? hate what was... it. it. It was an eye roll moment. It's a mm-hmm. really, you're going to use that 
overused trope within it reminded me of Zach Morrison say by the bell to be perfectly honest which didn't work then either but <laughs> it oh no come on say it ain't so take it back take it back don't I you mean, defame Zach Morris and save by the bell oh come on you know I've always been a screech guy no anyway um, <laughs> I bet you were you had a crush on Kelly Kapowski come on no, admit it no uh-uh. nope actually I never well, did well Pete did <laughs> look I, at his face I, I was I was almost not quite old enough um but anyway um, that didn't work. As you guys have said, there was no plot. There was no plot. And I understand they have to get through nine episodes of this rather than six. Maybe that's why it was short and chopped off, but not a great start for me, Pete. But then why did they not release two episodes, right? Like if they're going to have short episodes, it has to go until October for some reason. <sighs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, yeah, that, what occurred to me about this was it was both too short an origin story and also too long at the long same time. Long of an time. origin story. <laughs> like, like it was very rushed, but I also felt like it, it kind of dragged. So I don't know if they should have just skipped it and had, you know, if they're going to have her talk to the camera anyways, just have her like in 30 seconds say, yeah, I got Bruce's blood got in me and well, I turned and she, but but then there was, and there were so many hand wavy moments. I mean, you talked about the, they're getting the blood dripped on her, but there were like, oh, she's the same. She's the same as a Hulk. As, you know, her personality is the same as a Hulk in, as, in Hulk form as she is in normal form. Oh, yeah. And then no, no explanation, right? It's and, so easy. Yeah. Right. And like, you know, oh, she can do all these things super easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and just a lot of like, I almost wish they didn't try to explain it at all rather than explaining it so fast that it didn't make any sense. I, I was not turned off by it. I guess I'm like, I'm like Sam there. There were moments of it that I enjoyed. Um, I do know it's supposed to be more of a TV series in which each episode is going to have like a different story um, as opposed to a lot of the Marvel shows, which are one Long movies, one long movie. Um, so I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that. But yeah, this first episode was not something that m- made me say I can't wait to watch the rest of it. Which um, you know I I kind of felt that way after both um, Moon Knight and Ms. Marvel. I really enjoyed the first episodes of those a ton. Um, for Ms. Marvel, not everything worked after that first episode. But um, this one is, is kind of the opposite. The one thing I'll say to me, it didn't bother me that the special effects were kind of not superb because to me, this is TV. So, you know, I don't know. It was good to me. It was good enough. Yeah. I don't think in the Marvel, you know, if you're in the Marvel universe you, and you're going to do special effects, I don't care if you're on TV or if you're in the yeah. movies, it better be good. Right. Like Moon Knight had some awesome special effects and, and I didn't love that show, but it had some awesome special effects and that was a TV show. And to know? me, Sam, you mentioned something interesting. Why couldn't you do it as a practical effect? Why couldn't you just right? do it? Why does she have to always be CGI whenever she's green? Why couldn't it be at least the face? Right, the face. Just the face. Yeah. The body, okay, fine. Right. But at least the face. Do practical effects with makeup. 
Yeah, and that's what they all of the old Hulk movies and series. That's what they did. They just did makeup, and there's just yeah, no yeah. reason. And even if you're not it. with Mark Ruffalo, even if you're not with him, yep, do it with her. Right. Yeah. No. I'm okay with it. <laughs> okay. I, I liked that they didn't just do it with the makeup. I think that I looked no. at those old movies of the Hulk and I'm like, oh, I'm glad we got CGI. Though I was frustrated that we have much better the, advances in makeup now, even like the, uh, yeah, there's yeah. better, there's better. There would be ways. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing I found interesting with it is like, if you look at the Hulk, they've done him like they've done in the movies. And then you pan over to her and it's like, they didn't quite do a, a good enough job with her and a lot of fans are upset that they made her too small too small she's not a hulk right and it always looks like there's the hulk and a stick and it didn't it didn't work and they needed if they were going to make her smaller him in comparison it just it didn't work with that size well she's trying to make her too feminine looking and i'm like she's if she's a hulk she doesn't need to be feminine looking when she's in her Hulk form, just when she's in her lawyer form, right? And this like, kind of ties us, Sam, into our next question of, okay, we've kind of seen how she is in both forms now. Micah, I'm going to go to you on this one because you're the one with this information. Is this kind of how she was then or is she just kind of a, a skinny, empty green shadow of herself in the comics? Well, the interesting thing with her as the comics, and I think that um, Deadpool is a uh, a male version of her. Um, so he she came out in the 1980s, early, I think it was 1980, where he was, uh, Deadpool, I think, first came out in 91. Um, so her role has always been a little bit lighter. And I think the breaking of the fourth wall, she does it in the comics often. And it's, it's seen as taking, she doesn't take herself as seriously, except when she's a lawyer, you know, prosecuting a case, but all the time as a Hulk, it's um, I think they're trying to bring some of the elements of the early comics. I didn't read those because I, I didn't, I just didn't get into them as much until she was a part of other teams and taking it a little bit more seriously, but she's always had sort of this, um, lighter angle on it so having her yeah lighter as far as the um the characters that she plays up against um how seriously she takes the fights it's all a much lighter approach so i think they're actually sticking with some of the role of the comics what about physically though like does she look as skinny in the comics as she does in the as hulk i mean not as not as the normal jennifer you know, does she look that skinny? Because she doesn't look like a like she just looks tall, and I guess right. she's got shoulders, but she doesn't she doesn't look hokey enough. I think they they did as we've gone on. So into the two thousands, they've made her much bigger. Um, some of the early ones, you think about any depictions of women in the nineteen eighties. Um, so over sexualized, just bigger shoulders. Um, I do like that they've done different style of her hair and that fits with the comics that it it changed her, her hair when she hulked out. Um, But unfortunately it's closer to what we had in the 1980s and not the, the images that we're seeing now in the comics, which I think it's, yeah, we we could have skipped the 1980s and jumped straight to 2022 and go like, yeah. I want her to look like Louisa. Right. Yeah. And That's I wonder, but green, if, obviously. And I wonder if Marvel didn't have the same issue. Someone didn't have the same issue that they did with Louisa. 
they got a lot of pushback on Louisa being the size she was. I agree. And I've seen comments different places on different comment boards that they were made to tone her down from the big, from a Hulk to a WNBA player. It's kind of, it's honestly kind of what she reminded me of. Yeah. Tall, you know, she's, she's six foot eight and got, Big muscles. Okay. Ooh, ah, uh, ooh. How is she a Hulk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I, I'm with I mean, you. I'm with you, I, Derek. I want her to look more like Louisa. And I know they fought for Louisa to look like Louisa looked in Encanto. But to me, Louisa Green is what a She Hulk should look like. Yes. Yeah. I also, I wonder if there were also like trying to be careful about overly sexualizing the character though <laughs> and so when she Micah, you want to pick this one up because <laughs> yeah Micah, you need to pick this one up you and i've okay. had conversations on this one so one of the things is she is because it's sort of lighter she is making fun of comic book readers sometimes on mm-hmm. she is over sexualized intentionally and part of that breaking the fourth wall in the comics and making fun of things was she often would do that and this is the comic character who, um, like, she slept with everybody in the comics. Yeah. Um, it's you, you barely have a, a male character who's one of the leads in a comic that she hasn't slept with. And <laughs> it's part of this. Um, she is over sexualized and she's going to make fun of that. Um, and it's kind of this. And eh, I know what kind of a reader that I'm, I'm coming to and I'm going to make fun of you as you're reading it. So I'm not sure how much of that is going to come through in the the comics, but I think it's going to be part of. I mean, in the the TV show, but it's going to be part of it. I think. Well, and, I th- I think they might just let me do one thing, Derek. I think they might do it from a personality standpoint, but I'm wondering if they don't want to physically do that by making her really big and rip her clothes and everything like that. You know, I'm because that's the other thing is like you notice like, you know, the Hulk all his clothes come off, right? Well, for her, it just just kind of like her shoulders ripped a little at the seams and things like that. So that's because she knows to wear spandex. Remember he coached her. Although I have to say, I didn't think her, I didn't think her trial, her trial outfit. I will tell you there are more breathable and stretchy materials than what she was wearing for her, for her closing argument. So she didn't do a great job with her selection of suits and her selection of her button down shirt. I would not recommend button down shirts. If you're going to Hulk out in the middle of trial, you should wear stretchy or more flowy fabric than button downs. Don't just don't work for that. So that's my criticism about that. But I actually don't think they over sexualized her. No, I, I'm saying that they did not. Yeah. And, and, but I think making her bigger wouldn't have over sexualized her. Mm, that would have only happened mm, if they made her boobs bigger, right? So I can say mm, that because I'm a woman. So I'm going to say that. If they made her boobs bigger, then that would have been over sexualizing her. But I wanted her like overall to be bigger. Like I wanted her face to be broader, her shoulders right. to be bigger, her arms to be bigger, her waist to be bigger, her legs to be bigger, more like Louisa. That's what I mean. And speaking of using the over-sexualization, can we just drop the whole Captain America? (laughs) I loved that. I loved it. I loved it. Because this is the thing. This is the great thing. So this is the thing I think Michael was talking about, that to this, they actually flipped it on its head, right? So this, this to me was one of the 
best things about this show and actually the end credit scene was brilliant but making an over sexualization about captain america and about how hot he is and about how he had to have gotten laid right to me that was actually like a social commentary it wasn't like we were trying to over sexualize chris evans right no this was a social commentary about you see how women are normally over-sexualized? Well, how do you like it when we do it to men, right? And that was, it played into that whole discussion that Bruce and Jennifer, and Jennifer had about how she has to control her anger. It was, that to me was actually a brilliant flipping the script on the society that we live in. And I wonder if that's part of what this show is going for is an appeal to um, this is a woman's story to women. And sometimes the other three of us, white, older guys, we're not going to get it in some ways because we're white, older guys. And this is a, a story written for women and uh, an empowerment story of women in some ways. Um, and maybe we're not three of us aren't maybe the intended audience. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, and this is, there's a lot of women involved with this show, right? I mean, it's not, it's not a male and you know, 20, 30 years ago, this, the entire behind the scenes crew would have been men. In this case, there's a lot of women. Um, and I will say like my daughter really liked the scene where she went into the bathroom and the other girls all came in. They're like, Oh, what do you need? And, and she was that. like, she's like, she was like, that's exactly what it's like. If you need something, the, you know, the other girls will help you out. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I, it, it's probably more, you know, directed at at women. So, but then, but then, what happens right outside the things, right? But Pete, but exactly what happens right outside of the bar, though, it then mm. brings you back to right so the real world, also. So this is the, the these were some. I mean, that was obviously a very cringy moment, I'm sure, for everybody. But the you know, a woman getting harassed when she's alone by four men outside of a bar, that stuff happens all the time in real life. Right. So the fact that she had a way of protecting herself was kind of awesome too. Right. But it was also another sad commentary about the world we live in. So like, I, I felt like, like I said, there were some really great moments in this show because of these things, but I agree with you, Micah. I don't think that the three of you are probably not the target audience. I'm probably closer to the target audience. In fact, I might be like the microcosm target audience because I'm also a lawyer. Um, <laughs> but um, so I might be the, the, the sub target of the target. Um, but I, I do think that, you know, I do think men can recognize these things on the screen and enjoy, you know, some of the comedy behind it. But I agree. I understand why, for Derek, that was a cringy moment. And for me, that was like a, I mean, the Captain America, that was like a yes moment. You know? but I will also say, I would have been just as cringy if they'd gone through uh, Black Widow's conquest. Oh, oh totally. Totally. No, I get that. I get that. I, I get that. Cause you are a decent human being, Derek. But this to <laughs> me was like, it was, it was just about, it was a social commentary and playing a joke on that social commentary. So that to me, that's what it was. And that's why I thought those moments or a handful of those moments were brilliant during the show, even though overall I didn't love this episode. And I, I think that's something that flipping the script is something from the comics that I think we're going to see a lot more of, of who is the, um, the person who, 
chases after other partners. It's often the male chasing females. Suddenly we've got a Hulk who's massive, who no guy's going to be able to pick on her, push her around, do anything like that. And now she is the person who comes from power into relationships and seeks out men. And that it, it flips the script. And that's what she's done in the comics. And I think we're going to see that in, in the TV show as well. And for some of us, that's going to be like, ooh, we're not used to seeing this. And it makes us uncomfortable. And it's it's done intentionally, I think. Pete, you were mentioning, you know, this, this episode didn't quite do it for you. What is it going to take? What do you want from the series? What's the series going to have to do to be successful? Well, I, I want it to continue with its lighter tone. I'm happy with it, con- it continuing to show a view from a, a feminist point of view or whatever you want to call it. That's all, that's all great. Um, I really hope what they talked about the series is that what they do, which is more of a little more of a serialized case of the week type thing, because we get, we've had so many of these Marvel shows that are just, as we say, six hour movies that, you know, yeah, there's a cliffhanger at the end of the episode, but otherwise it's just this giant single story. And why are you pointing at me? Because you're exactly right. You're on the nose. You're exactly where I'm. And, and I would, so, and I think the only show that wasn't like that was probably WandaVision at the start where the shows were kind of more individual and then eventually it like summed up. So I'm kind of hoping this is going to be like that, where we get like, because it's Marvel. I know there's no way there isn't going to be like a big bad of the series that's they're going to sum up with at the end and connect it to everything else. But, um, you know, I hope we get a lot of episodes that are okay. I can watch this episode. I don't need to have seen the episode before or the episode after to enjoy this one episode. I would love to get that out of a Marvel series uh, and just have it feel a little different from what we've been getting. So, Sam, you got? Yeah, I I want a legal comedy, right? Like this. If if this is the next Ally McBeal, then that's what I that's what I would love. I would think that would be awesome if we get like a real, not a legal drama. We've had tons of those. We don't need another Law and Order. Um, but if we get a new legal comedy, I think that would be awesome. Like what Ally McBeal did for for lawyers was wonderful. What Brooklyn nine, nine has done for cops is wonderful. I mean, we, there are some great shows out there that have taken that approach and this episode didn't do it for me, but I feel like it, it obviously has the potential in the rest of the episodes. I totally understand this was a setup episode. I I wish it hadn't been just a setup episode. Like Micah said earlier, if it had if we'd had some plot development for another 20 minutes, I would have sat through and watched and you know set up for maybe the next episode would have been really nice. I feel like that setup with just the closing argument getting interrupted was just not enough of a setup. So I'm hoping for a legal comedy. So I'm going to hang in there. I'm going to watch a couple more episodes and we'll, I'm crossing my fingers that that's what I get. Micah. So I think what I want is, um, plot. Um, (laughs) yeah, 
uh, yeah, so right. I think that there was this was a setup so that we can no longer have to do any setup stuff. And it's like, okay, we got rid of the orange story, we got rid of uh, setup of who she is, and now we can just have the plot. But I really wish they would have released a second episode to start with, because it's sort of like, ah, I don't know that people who come and just watch this are going to stick around for the yeah. So I think they needed to develop more plot and I'm really hoping. So we've got her. We don't have enough of her friends or any of the world that she's in and we just need plot development. And if we can get that, I think the series has got a chance. Derek, how about you? Um, I want the standalone episodes, but I'm also afraid that there's going to be this overtone that's going to tie it through that. You're going to have to have watched episodes. You have to watch two minutes of episode three in order to understand what goes on in episode seven, just like well, that's, I mean, that wouldn't be surprising. I mean, especially because with the aliens and the, with him saying, that's something I've got to look into, you know, they're, you know, they're coming back. It, that will come back later in this series. Well, I don't know if it'll come back in this series or if that's setting up a World War Hulk movie or something else. And okay. I think that there might, my hope is is that they don't actually do a lot of Hulk story. I think this this tied a lot of Hulk story and put us in a, a particular time in the MCU and explained some backstory stuff. But my hope is, and as much as I love um, oh Mark Ruffalo, um, I hope he's not actually in this series much. I hope it moves away from him and is more her show. Yeah. I can definitely see that as well. I do know this is the last TV show in episode in uh, part four or phase four. Phase four. So we're moving towards secret invasion. So like some plot may actually start happening within the Marvel universe. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's going to be all the episodes are, I think, going to be about the same length that this one is. So really 30 to 35 minutes worth of actual plot and five minutes of credits at the end. And so, I don't know. I it'll be okay. I'm actually, you know, what do I want? I'm looking forward to Andor. To be perfectly honest. <laughs> Listen, if this is going to be a sitcom length, so I'm hoping we're going to just really get a sitcom out of it. That's what I'm really That'd hoping. Be nice. I don't really need a lot of setup or tie into the movies. Like, I, if this stands on its own as a fun sitcom, I will be happy. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm kind of expecting or asking for a lot. Am I you guys? No, no. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of with Derek. I would love if like we had I mean, well, we got eight more episodes. I'd love if we had seven episodes that were not connected to anything. And then the last episode, they can spend they can that whatever. tying it to whatever's next. But let's 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 give me as you say, give me a legal comedy that happens to be about superheroes. And yeah. if you can, if you can pull that off, that would, that would be a pretty good show. Speaking of superheroes, Micah, do we know who she was? The civil case was against in episode one. I, I probably need to rewatch that. I think it's, she's against the, the um, law firm, I think. And I don't know who other than the law firm. Is that what you're asking? Well, it's a corporation. Or- so she's actually suing like the, what I, from what I gathered from her closing argument is she was suing either the head of a corporation, the CEO of a corporation, a man 
who she was, she was trying to hold responsible for some injury to her client. So she was the plaintiff's lawyer and she was suing uh, a male individual. But I think what you're saying, Mike, is the, the law firm that she, that was against her, that was representing her, the opponent uh, is going to play a role in the later episodes. And one of the things is people are wondering if this one was a setup for her in that that law firm is intentionally trying to set her up and even having Titania, the titanium, um, the woman come in and smash through just to see her become the Hulk. And it's all a setup to get She-Hulk to be their uh, head of their uh, superhero defense uh, division or whatever. Which is the direction she takes in the comics, right? uh, Sort of, yes. But I think that's the direction that they're taking more with the show. It's a, a slightly different way that they bring about in the comics, but similar. Okay. Micah, thank you so much for we will be talking over she hulk in probably four or five weeks, see how things are going, and then definitely try and get you back in for the finale. Okay, guys, next week, many, many moons ago, we had a what Marvel movie would Derek like? And the one that was actually the most recommended to me is the one we are gonna watch next week. We are gonna be watching Thor Ragnarok. Yay. I haven't ever seen Thor Ragnarok at all, so it's going to be a very fresh take from me. And uh, invite you, you know, I, the general consensus was that I was going to like it from these two. Micah, you think I'm going to like Thor Ragnarok? Yes, I think you might have gone more for Ant-Man might have been one that you enjoyed. Uh, we already more. watched Ant-Man. I gave it a three. That was the one that won. The one that won that Pete, so Pete actually, so we all picked a, we all picked a Marvel movie that we thought Derek might actually like. And then he chose at the end, which one we would actually, he would watch and we would review for the show. And he actually picked Ant-Man from Pete's recommendation. And he, he actually liked it. I, liked it. I think you're right, Micah. I think Ant-Man might be a little bit more up Derek's alley. I think Thor Ragnarok is a little bit more wacky, a little bit more on the edge for Derek, but I, I think he might like it. I just not sure he'll like it as much as he liked Ant-Man. <laughs> and I think you'll you'll like the interactions between Thor and the Hulk, but I think it's going to be a little too marvelly in its action for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I think mostly the big battle at the end is <laughs> a a big big battle, and I, I know generally you don't like the big nameless faceless battles, but I think I think through most of it you'll be okay. entertained. It's 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 a fun movie. It really it really yes. is fun. So yeah, well. I recommend black recommended. Um, Oh my God, now I'm blanking. Black Panther. Black, Black Panther. Panther, thank you. Yeah. I recommended Black Panther because I personally just think that that's like the best movie in the MCU in general. But of course it has battle scenes that Derek wouldn't like. But I also thought he would, would like some of the tech and some of the character interactions. I feel like there's some there's some deep characters in that movie. They're, yeah, they were they were all good choices. Black Panther is an excellent movie too. Yeah. And we may bite with Black Panther 2 coming out, Black Panther may Black Panther 1 may get a viewing. So Yeah. But I totally let me let me ask you this, Micah. We've said to Derek, you totally can skip the first two Thor movies and just go right to this one. Do you agree? Yes. <laughs> uh, especially the second one. So I'm watching oh. them all with my son and we are stuck on we need to watch uh Thor the Dark World and I'm just like, ugh. 
I don't know if I can get through it again. Um, but yeah, skip That's them. That's possibly the worst movie in the MCU. Oh, it's not as bad as the Eternals. Yeah, oh, you're right. Thank you forgive thank me. You. You're right. It's no, not as bad as the Eternals. You guys really don't want to hear this. You don't really, 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 really don't want to hear this. Uh-oh. They're developing an Eternals too. Well, Pat yeah. Oswald said they are. I don't know if we can trust him as the expert, but yeah. <laughs> well, no, yeah, uh, okay, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> right. but oh, yeah. I think actually the original Thor, Derek. If you wanted to watch it, the original Thor is a really good movie. I would absolutely skip Dark World because it's not a good movie. So okay. it, it's and you really don't need it. it you don't um, need either of them, though. But you, I agree, you don't need either of them. But yeah. I actually, but but the original Thor is a great movie. So and the fun not thing, a bad one to watch. The fun one with that one is it doesn't feel as marvelly. There's little bits of it, but it's more this, you know, this other planet, other. Uh, Norse uh, mythology coming in and especially how clueless Thor is to the ways of humans. Um, I, one of my favorite scenes is his mugs that he smashes. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. I feel anyway. like it's more like sci-fi than Marvel kind of that. Yeah. The original Thor. Yeah. Well, guys, as I said, next week we are watching Thor Ragnarok. And Micah, thank you so much. And we will all try and soldier through She-Hulk. And we'll see what we think here in about the next month. So, that guys, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for viewing us. And we will see everyone next week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching this week's episode of The Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcasts and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.